Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. What's up, Big Sean? Medea, Matt, I'm here in the presence, as always, ready to knock this show out. I think it's an important one today, don't you? Absolutely. Today, we are breaking down 15 transferable skills that companies want. So all you out there that are hunting, job hunting, or thinking about changing your jobs, your careers, today is the show for you. Yep, Matt, you're right. And whether you stayed in the same career for, field for decades or you hopped around like I did, you're likely to develop and add it, and add it to your professional skill set. Some of these skill sets are more job specific, while others are like understanding how to use certain platforms or tools, but others are very transferable, such as strong leadership or critical thinking skills. Absolutely. Well, this pandemic has changed a lot and the work world has changed in many ways. Some is some of the changes are temporary, but some are likely permanent. So whether you're on the job hunt for a new position because you have to, or if you've decided it's just time to make that change, these transferable skills we're about to break down can help you land that new job. So no matter how unmatched your skill set might appear to be, you might be able to, you know, readjust your, you know, how you present yourself. And some of these skills might just set you up to get that next job. And, you know, Matt, I think we should step back a little and just get into, like, what exactly are transferable skills? Transferable in just a quick definition there are skills that are exactly what they sound like. They're skills that you, you use in every, in every job, no matter the title or the field. Some transferable skills are hard, like coding or data analysis, and others are soft skills, like communication and relationship building. Think of transferable skills as part of your career tool belt. Got it. Well, versatility is the name of the game in the job market. So a tool belt is a very important way to, to view your skill sets. Employers want people who can do multiple things, fill different roles if needed, and when you have the skills that apply to a wide variety of things, employers will take note. Transferable skills basically are essential to landing your next job. So luckily, you are, con you are constantly developing new skills through your life. 
So your professional experiences, it all matters and it all contributes to these transferable skills. But it's your job to identify these skills and turn them into your unique selling point. You got to market and promote and sell yourself. So you got to figure out how these skills will help get that next gig. So no matter where or no matter what you do, you have skills. So as long as you can figure out how to sell your skills to a hiring manager, you'll be in a good position. Exactly, Matt. You know, you have skills too, Matt. And maybe not on the basketball court back in the day, but you have skills. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of nice. I'm fundamentally sound. I can set a, set a mean pick. I'm shut. So, that are transferable, Matt, that people can use every day. And my number one that I want to start with is problem solving. Okay. And I have, like, you know, I have, I love critical thinkers. You know, I really do. And, you know, I, I push my kids into uh, critical thinking and because I think it's so important. And your problem solving skills help you not only identify that there's a problem, they also help you identify what's causing a problem and find a way to implement a solution. Employers appreciate when an employer identifies bottlenecks or inefficiencies in a process or procedure. However, they are even, how, however, they are even more appreciated when staff also offer solutions to these to those issues. This is so important. I've worked with so many people, Matt, that always want to complain at work but don't have solutions you know don't want to be proactive if you want to get ahead in your career whatever you choose to do you need to be problem solving oriented if you don't have a solution to the problem then you know don't bring it up think of outside the box and think of ways in which you can make your company grow and how to you can add value so important regardless of what absolutely. you do i don't care if you're working the line absolutely i mean i know we talk a lot on this show about entrepreneurship, but but being an employee or having a job where you you know report to someone else's business, you know sometimes people's mentality they act as if they don't excuse me they don't take ownership and it's like like the, the best way to really shine at a, at a job is to really take ownership and ha and solve problems like don't wait for someone to tell you that you know you need to mop up that spill or don't wait for someone to tell you to respond to that email don't wait for someone to you know there's cer certain things that maybe you might need to get advice or speak to someone above you or upper management but there's a lot of times people are just their mindset is not taking ownership of the job or, or caring so i agree problem solving is a huge transferable skills that companies want so number two on our list analytical reasoning so analytical reasoning basically it's similar to problems your your problem solving skills you take the larger problem and you break it down into smaller problems and identify solutions to put it another way employers want staff who can find logical solutions to the company's problems exactly be smart. I yeah i love that and even be able to not only break it down be able to kind of allocate it say okay matt this is what you this is how you're going to help solve shine this is how to be your part in it like a team effort and you're able to see things through and understand how they work and what can make it and what can solve the problem i think this is another skill you parents that are listening to this show you know outside of school especially if your kids are in college or in high school these are the things you need to be conversations you need to be having with your your child because this is not taught in textbooks and this is the things that employers are looking for can you break down problems can you help resolve them nobody likes a debbie downer at the workforce and there seems to be so many of them that just complain 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 but have no added value so these are hot i think we can end the show just on these two alone <laughs> yeah, um, but, but we got more so don't stop there people. the next one is it, it, it sums everything up with the first we just mentioned i even said this word throughout it's critical thinking you know, similar to problem solving and analytical reasoning, critical thinking is the evaluation and interpretation of information to make a judgment, come to a conclusion, or choose a course of action. 
It's more than reading something and saying, well, this must be true. It's looking at the evidence and evaluating to help decide if the information is more opinion than fact before using it to back up a decision. And, you know, I look at people that go to meetings and just want to be spoken, just want to keep saying something, want to keep saying, but then have no critical analysis behind it. You know, well thought out answers are so attractive in the workforce and such a transferable skill. So, you know, I think, like I said, once again, one thing I love about this list, it doesn't matter what you do. These are all skills that you need and what the employer is looking for. Well, next up, regardless of the position, because the next one, your people might think it's going to be for upper management, but it really, it can be from the top to the bottom. It could be an entry level position, but the next trait or transferable skill is leadership. Even if you are, like I said, an intern, you can lead in, in your, your group. If you're, you know, it's, it's leadership skills aren't only your ability to supervise and manage a team, basically. Leadership skills are also your ability to take the lead on a project, to get the team to follow through and accomplish shared goals. Leadership encompasses many additional transferable skills like communication, problem solving, and relationship building. But like I, I've seen and I've been in my own career and, and, and you, you like I remember one of the jobs I had every summer we would bring in a new batch of interns and it was cool because you could see after first or second week like oh that kid right there he's got it or that young lady right there is sharp and you can you can see the leadership and, and just the, the the you can just identify those traits immediately you know after being around these people for a week or two but you, you can at any level you want to be a leader Exactly. And I don't think we should, I don't want to, I don't think people should think that leadership skills, you're just born with it. No, you can grow into becoming a leader. You can push yourself to take on leadership roles. You know, hiding behind the desk or hiding in the background, not speaking out is something you have to grow out of. You have to learn. You have to, nobody can represent yourself better than you and nobody, and, and be confident in what you say. You don't, you may not always be right, but people respect people that are going to Take that role, take that initiative, lead people through a problem um, is, is, is something that is very attractive once again, and that you should really try to hone your skills and get better at. So You said something, not to cut you off, but speaking, you said speaking. And I think that's, you know, especially like when I'm talking about like entry level or young people in the beginning of your career, the people who even just speak and talk to their management or talk to their coworkers or ask questions as, as opposed to just kind of lurking in the shadows or trying not to, you know, don't be that kid in class who doesn't want to be called on. Like just being able to speak up is a, is a form of leadership in my opinion. Yep. 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 And you know, it's breaking that shyness and thinking that even if you're smart, like I've, I've been around people, Matt too, that are extremely smart, but don't have leadership skills can be that person like, okay, you assign them the, the project to do, they'll knock it out, but then they don't know how to lead. They just want to be this task oriented person. That person doesn't move up the ladder. That person, you know, you and then that person gets upset because, hey, Tom is not as smart as me, but he's getting promoted because Tom is speaking up. One, one last thought on this. Leadership doesn't always mean having the answers. Leadership is understanding how to communicate and, and find the answers or speak to people and, and motivate people. It's like, and so don't think you have to know everything to lead. It's just understanding how to get the best out of your team or, or be a team player. But, you know, I, I think we've covered leadership. Yeah, you know, and I'm going to close it out here because we're both sports fans. And, you know, if you want to see re leadership, you know, just watch sports. Watch people like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, you know, LeBron James. Um, Absolutely. They really define, like, what leadership is, how they huddle their teams together, how they motivate the players, you know. So this is where you have to be when you're part of a team to lead. And you can also look at great coaches as well. 
that do similar things. So yeah, so I think we've killed leadership. So let's go to the next one, Matt. And I like this one because coming as an immigrant here, I, I had to learn this quickly, which is adaptability. As you work in a role, you may discover you need to adjust to due dates, workflow, or even how to approach your job. In some cases, you may need to learn new skills to help get the job done. Pivot often happens in business, whether it's strategy or product line, demonstrating that you can adapt to change so that you're able to grow with flow while maintaining a positive attitude and getting your work done. So, so important. You know, people are resistant. You're naturally, myself included, we're naturally resistant to change. But you have to kind of change your mindset and welcome change. Understand that it's a part of growth. It's a part of life. It happens regardless of what you do. Doing nothing is a regression, not a standstill. It's not a standstill. It's an actual regression. So you have to understand that some people think, especially young people, when you enter the job first, it's like you're part of the fraternity. This is how it is. It's so much fun, blah, blah, blah. But it's not. It's a job. And there's so many external forces that you may not be privileged to and understand. But your company is looking for you to, under, to know that we need to adapt and pivot. And those that do will succeed in life and in business. When, when I think of this this trait uh, or this skill in, in my industry, in, in television and film, a lot of times with, say, a producer or an editor, it's like your job to tell a story or whatever. And you, 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 you create this vision and then you show it to your boss or whoever you report to. And they may come back with all these notes and changes. And some producers and editors get so married to what they presented that they are unable or they get upset or they can't. To me, it's like the, the rule of thumb we would say in my industry is basically you can't don't be married to your edit or don't be married to like you have to be able to listen. And if, if your leadership, if your management or whoever you're working with or if the situation requires you to adjust, you have to be able to understand that that's just a part of the job. Don't be so rigid that you can't adapt or change. Yeah, because you may not understand the big picture. Exactly. And what the market is asking for, you know, let's move on. Next up, our number six transferable skill that companies want teamwork. We talked about sports with leadership. Well, it's a sports that also it's, it's a great analogy for a lot of things in life. But in the workplace, teamwork is huge. It means working together as a group to achieve a common goal. But being on the team and part of the team are two separate things. Employers don't want employees who show up but don't help the team accomplish its goals. They want team players, people who make positive contributions to the group to help it succeed. They want people to really see the big picture. And like, like I said, take ownership, all these traits, it's kind of, they, they all connect. It's like, you want people who will see the big picture, take ownership, be leaders, be adaptable, but you know, that's all a part of teamwork. They don't want selfish people. Teamwork makes a dream work, Matt. Like if you're not a team player, then you're not going to be part of that team for very long. No matter, and there's some people that feel they're team players, but act like they're the smartest person on the team. And if and if nobody sees what that person is saying, then everybody else is just an idiot. You're not a team player just because I've seen in the get back to sports analogy. You know, as a, as a player, as a coach, being on teams, I have seen the best player get cut, or the best player get benched or taken out of the game because he's not a team player. You have to understand the importance of being on a team working team and I've been I've remember doing group work with like some guys that think they're so smart they're like oh I don't want to use it you guys just sit on the sideline I'll do it all because you guys aren't as smart as me those people don't move up the ladder they get frustrated because they don't know how to work on a team also there's very few people in life that are going to be like on that high high level of genius like like myself um so <laughs> <laughs> like so if you're not 
Like Kanye West has made countless hits, platinum hits that have sold lots and lots of albums. So if he acts like a difficult diva at times and maybe not a team worker, you know, you're allowed to because you're putting up those big numbers or, or, you know, if you're Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson or Michael Jordan, we saw that movie with Jordan where he's, he's punching people in practice or, you know, like you, you can, you may have uh, a little more latitude if you're the greatest player on the face of the earth. But for most of us, you're going to, ha- you can't show up to work and be a diva. You better understand how to work with others or you're not going to last. And I'll tell you something about those team players that you just mentioned, the ones that, okay, they have this special skill where there's a strong dollar sign behind it. Once that skill starts to weaken, then they realize how much a team player they're not. And they, if they don't have that added skill that can rent, generate money, they're no longer needed. And the same people that they thought were their friends or thought were on the team because they were so arrogant are no longer their friends because they hold no value. So even for those people, they go through difficult transitions when they are no longer needed. So it's very important. And that leads us to number seven, Matt, which is communication, a transferable skill in any setting. You communicate in almost every job. Your communication skills are your ability to share ideas and information in a clear and concise manner, leaving no room for misunderstanding. You need the ability to communicate effectively and efficiently so whomever you are communicating with understands your message. You know, I'm going through this right now with my nephew. He's up here from the Caribbean Barbados working with me, and I know he thinks his accent is very challenging and most people can't understand it. So what he does, he speaks lower and lower, and it becomes even harder to understand. But he's an extremely smart young man, but he's just... The community, he's, he feels insecure about his, communi- his communication. And one thing I've realized, the more confident you are with how you communicate, the better you will be. If you have to slow down, you have to tell people, hey, are you not understanding me? And if you are the smartest person in the world and you don't know how to communicate, you communicate, guess what? Somebody's going to do it for you and take all the recognition and you'll always be in the background. So if you don't think you need to have strong communication skills, then you are, it's, it's a transferable skill that every employer wants to see. What else do you, what do you got for us, Matt? Well, the next transferable skill is writing. So similar to communication, the, the verbal coming out of your mouth, there's emails, text, there's written communication, there's writing up pitches or proposals or, or writing up things for whatever industry you're in. The ability to write is a communication method that's super valuable. While writing may not be the primary task of every job, given the nature of modern business, Writing skills have become an essential element for most careers. Employees with effective written communication skills can convey messages and information clearly despite the lack of visual cues. So, yeah, basically communication verbally and communication written. Like I said, those emails are writing whatever you're doing to to uh, to give out in, on, in this day and age on the internet. Uh, what, what do you call it? Instagram or if you're doing marketing or whatever, being able to convey powerful messages in, in you know, 30 characters on Twitter or whatever. But yeah, writing is a very valuable tool. Yeah, writing, your writing is the reflection of you. No matter every email you send, every text message you send, that is a reflection of you, and you always must keep that in mind. I, you know, I try to always stay professional in my text and email, especially with employers and stuff like that. Even if they go, you know, as Michelle Obama says, if they go low, I stay high. You know, I try to keep it always on a professional level because I don't know who this is going to, or how far it will travel. Um, next one I like to talk about is listening skills, Matt, especially active listening skills. Those are such transferable skills that cannot be overlooked, especially if you're in management. Solve a problem for a client or resolve team conflicts. You have to be able to listen and understand what they are saying. If you aren't a good listener, you may not truly understand what the speaker is trying to convey. 
And some people think they have this listening skill down pat. And you'll see, you'll explain something before you can even finish, you're ready to jump in and, and, and talk over you. You're ready to jump in instead of just taking a breath and listening. Like I'm working with this architect and one thing I'm enjoying about him is how well he listens to me, how well he just takes a moment to take in what I'm saying and he can transfer my ideas to to drafts and drawings and and you know stay within like hey what does this client want how can i serve this client best well there's an old adage that you have two ears and one mouth so you should listen twice as much as you talk um and and i think people- that sounds country i like it <laughs> well yeah, it might it may probably did come from the country you know there's a lot of old good old country sayings but i think it totally is applicable and some people who just motor mouth and you know, at an office where we're talking about leadership and teamwork and and all these other skills, like listening is a is a big key part of that. If you're not listening, you know, like you're you're it's, you're not being a good teammate. If if I'm trying to communicate something to you and you're like cutting me off or you're not paying attention, you're not connecting, you're, that's not going to lead to success. So listening is huge. So next up on our list of the top fifteen transferable skills that companies want is creativity something that sean doesn't have much of i just i'm i'm kidding i'm joking sean's very creative creativity (laughs) creative ideas but you know i think i have (laughs) creativity isn't always about your painting or drawing skills unless that's relevant to the job but creativity is about how you approach tasks and solve problems are you an out-of-the-box thinker? Do you employ novel techniques that help clients understand how to use a product? You know, creative thinkers find novel solutions to the problems they face. They use these skills to help their employer see things differently and solve problems in new ways. And I would simplify this to like in this day and age with things like Google at our disposal. Like I hate when people say things to me like, you know, they'll ask a question that is so easily Googleable. <laughs> like, it's like creativity is like thinking like, you know what? Oh, I can figure out the answer to that. Oh, here's a problem. You know, in, in, in 30 seconds, I can figure out how to fix this so I don't have to, you know, waste time or call in the troops when it's something where, you know, you can come up with an out of the box solution. But it, it's looking at things and being quick, smart and proactive. But I love this one. Creativity is very important. Yeah. And well, here's one of my favorite ones again. And I emphasize this all the time, especially with young people. Attention to detail. <laughs> attention to detail. Paying attention to the finer detail means you're noticing everything. You go through a project with a fine tooth comb to make sure it's all correct and that nothing, no matter how small, gets lost. Being detail oriented means your employer can count on you to pay attention to every detail in an assignment and catch errors and correct them as they need it. It also means that you're intentional about your how projects are executed and there's strong reasons behind all decisions. Let me tell you something, attention to detail for me is a deal breaker. Let me give another example. So when I was scouting for architects, I had a hell of a time trying to find the right architect. And I researched this group of architects, professional architects, and the, I reached out to the president of the architectural, of this group of architects, which I will not name, and when I reached out and I dialed the number, his name popped up in my phone. And I was like, oh, shoot, I know this dude. You know, I don't know where I know him from, but I do know him. So then I reached out to him and it happens that I met him at an event and we exchanged numbers a couple of years ago. So I told him what I'm doing, the project I'm doing, and asked him if he wants to help with this 
renovation of my kitchen and my deck. And he agreed. And he sent me his proposal. And his proposal had typos. And his proposal, you can tell it was cut and paste. I'm just renovating my kitchen. And his proposal is talking about converting a three-family building to a four-family building. It was stuff that wasn't even making sense. So when I called him on it, I was like, okay, um, you mentioned, you know, I just want to get my kitchen renovated and put in a deck, but you're mentioning like conversions of three-family buildings to four-family buildings. I said, what's happening? Oh, oh, that's my error, Mike, but that was a typo, a misunderstanding. Let me correct that. And then I'm like, well, there's some a lot of typos and grammatical grammar errors as well. He's like, oh, let me resend that and you know, don't worry about that and blah, blah, blah. And to be quite frank, and he of all the architects I, I was looking at, <laughs> I was reviewing, he was the most expensive and had a horrible presentation. And I was done. It was I was done. You know, I know what he was doing. He was cut and pasting old proposals to give me one, but if you're not paying attention to that level of detail, shoot, you're gonna make my health collapse from doing a kitchen job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I agree, and I think this this transferable skill ties in, like you said, writing to, to his proposal had the typos, listening. You know, if you're not paying attention to detail and listening, that I told you I just want to fix my kitchen, and you're sending me, in, you know, it's like all these things, all these traits are so connected. But yeah, attention to detail is major. Project management is the next transferable skill. Project management skills help you manage tasks from start to finish. Yep. You make sure everything stays on time and also adjust the timeline when things aren't going as planned. Employers want people who can not only see a task through, but who also can visualize what needs to happen on a project from start to finish. This transferable skill helps ensure that deadlines are met and projects are completed efficiently and effectively. In my business, like a lot of times in, in, in television, for instance, you go out and you film something and then you bring whatever you film to the edit room and you edit. But the best producers are able to, they're editing before, while they're filming. They already know what they want to, 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 to film. So that helps in the edit as opposed to just shooting stuff, filming stuff willy nilly and then trying to figure it out in the edit. You plan it in advance. You're seeing the task from start to finish. You're visualizing what needs to happen from the moment you turn on the camera to the moment you get into the edit room, and you're already pre-planning this. And that is a is transferable to any industry. You, you don't just fly by the seat of your pants. You put a plan together, and you manage that. If you fail the plan, you plan to fail. And if people don't understand this, let me tell you, young people, again, they're listening. Not meeting project deadlines costs money. And no employer wants to see that you're costing them more money than they should. Like I, Mike, I got an employer who I love to death at my store. And if I send him out to do a task, he's always doing it twice as long as it would take me. So eventually I had to start doing the task myself because I'm paying him all this money to do something that he's taking twice as long, no matter how much I train him. I know it's not a training issue. I know it's just something that he probably drags around. So, and as an employer and, and, and as looking to hire, you want people that can execute and don't think that, Dragging your feet, making more hours is good. The employer is not noticing that. You can win in other ways, you know, but deadline oriented and making, hitting those deadlines is a huge plus to any employer. Just like number 13 is, Matt, it's called relationship building. Relationships are often the key building block of any company. Without good relationships between departments or with clients, they won't be any business. People who build relationships manage conflict or deferring goals and help parties arrive at solutions. And I'll tell you this, relationship building has been my success. I mean, we wouldn't even be doing this show today if Matt and I didn't build a relationship that we built to be able to work together and develop this. So 
in this time, you don't know how to build relationships and you're not actively aware of trying to build relationships, then you're not going to go very far. And this, this includes people that you may not have gotten along with in the workplace and understand that you're just working with them. Like, don't show your emotions. Don't walk with your emotions on your sleeve because you don't like somebody because you don't work with them. You have to kind of lash out at them and your boss knows you don't like them and you leave on a bad note. That adds no value to it, does nothing. It's better to be cool, collective, and be professional, regardless, because you're going to work with people that you may not get along with, but that's okay, because you can still not get along with somebody and be very productive. But I would I would add, and I agree with you, but I also think it's kind of like the cherry on top when you can get along with people. If you relationship building people like you, people will want to call you for work. If if all these other Everybody loves Maddie Matt. Like, shoot. <laughs> but if all these other transferable skills are in order, like they're not going to call you if you're not a critical thinker, if you're not a leader, if you're not adaptable, if you're not, you know, if you're if you've got typos and, and you're not paying attention to detail, you have to have all of those, all the things we've outlined. But if you have all of your stuff in order and you communicate and build relationships, like if people like you, like that's just a whole nother uh, just level of depending upon the type of business you're in i mean it's like if you if you're freelancing or if you're in an industry where you need to work with the people you know you want people to remember who you are and what you do and think of you and want to call you and want to be around you so you you need to be definitely be mindful with how you treat people and how you follow up with people and network and you want to you know stay in people's radar in a tasteful way you know there's, there's an art to relationship building but anyway Let's move on. Transferable skill number 14, computer skills. And I know, Sean, this is a little new for you. You're from your generation. You know, you guys had widgets and, and whatnot. But computers are things we use nowadays, Sean. And you may not be a technological wizard, but it's a good idea to know your way around the many software programs that businesses use today. For example, if you know how to work uh, in one type of spreadsheet, the odds are pretty good. You can find out any spreadsheet, figure out any spreadsheet, which means a company won't have to teach you the basics. Sean, what are your thoughts on computer skills? Yeah, and, and, and no matter where you think you are and maybe like, oh, my job, we don't use computers. As you climb up, I, there's computers going to be there. And it's a skill that you need to acquire. You know, even if you take courses, there's so many online courses where you can learn basic computer skills that will add value to your career and transferable skills. To say that you know you have strong analytical and strong computer skills is such a plus in any work environment, so I agree. And, and technology is changing so fast, not to cut you off, but I just think people need to make sure you stay up on the changes in technology, like like invest in yourself and, and learn or keep keep track of your industry. And, and, you know, it's easy to get stuff on your home computer to try to figure out and learn how to use stuff. So you can update yourself so you stay abreast with what's going on. Yep. And uh, so we're down to number 15, Matt, but I think there's so many skills here. Let's, let's give a rundown of the, the last 14 that we went through. You know what? Well, before we do that, why don't we take a quick break? We got to pay some bills. Stay tuned for more of the top 15 transferable skills that companies want on Two Black Guys with Good Credit. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today, we are breaking down the top 15 transferable skills that companies want. If you haven't been writing these down, get your pen out because we're going to recap those top 14. And so here we go. Transferable skill number one was problem solving. Number two, analytical reasoning. Transferable skill number three, critical thinking. We had leadership at number four. And then number five, we have adaptability. Number six, teamwork makes the dream work. Number seven, communication skills. Transferable skill number eight was writing. Number nine, listening. Number 10, creativity. And number 11, attention to detail. Number 12, transferable skill was project management. Number 13, relationship building. Number 14 was computer skills. And Matt, I'll let you talk about what number 15 is. All right. So... People, our transferable skill number 15 that companies want are management skills. Management is so much more than assigning tasks. It's also making sure that people get things done and helping them overcome any stumbling blocks they may encounter. Management skills enable you to make sure that people are where they need to be and they are completing their tasks effectively and also that their morale and their energy and they're having a good time or they're, they're feeling good about themselves. You Management is a very multi-layered skill and companies, it's, it's, a, it's a transferable skill that will always get you paid if you know how to manage projects and manage people. Well, you know, I've been managing people for so many years and I think it's something that goes without saying. You have to be able to effectively, like managing to me is understanding the person's skill set and letting them know they have everybody has what their special skill is and help leveraging that skill to their job and giving them positive reinforcement, but also being firm when they when things aren't going so well and letting them know what they need to work on, letting them know how they can be better and be more effective. Management is so important to the success of a business and to success of an individual. Like you should always be training your individual to one day leave their job if you understand what i'm saying so you've given them so much skill set that they're ready for the next challenge in life that's how i look at being an effective manager yeah so you understand that you know 
a good a staff or employee will feel will work hard for you if you give him the if you encourage him and give him the direction that he needs and understand that you know I'm helping you grow I'm helping you become a better worker a better employee and if you can as applying for manager skills exemplify that that's what you're about no employer would want to would every employee would want to hire somebody with that kind of skill set absolutely well there you have it management is the perfect end of this we manage this list we manage to get through top 15 transferable skills that people want management was a perfect way to end this so i think we managed that well sean what do you think hold up wait a minute i got my bonus brother as i always do because i love that and my numbers bonus track the bonus track is always come on man back in the day when you ripped up that cd and it just was dead silent for a moment and then you heard the bonus track come in how lit was that like you were like super excited so let me give a moment of silence yeah we got the bonus matt (laughs) the bonus is multitasking multitasking entails juggling different work activities and shifting attention from one task to another multitasking is a sign of a person's ability to carry out many beneficial roles it is hitting two birds with one stone matt and i've done that or three birds is that politically correct in these times for those animal activists out there? You know, please, just it's just a, it's just a phrase, just a term, okay? We're not trying yeah, to these kill birds. birds. These are fictitious birds that we just hit with the stone, people. Exactly. They're not real birds. We're not hitting birds in the sky. Nope. Multitasking is a display of strengths and positive attributes in a multi-number of ways at the same time. You know, multitasking is a strong skill and so desired where you can work on multiple things and be effective. And, you know, you know, there's, 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 you can have like cheat sheets. I'm always like having a list on my phone of different things I'm working on. So I don't lose sight of what I need to work on. And it's always changing because I'm always prioritizing what's more important versus what's not important. So keeping a list, you know, is, is, you can do that as your cheat sheet and, you know, rearranging that list and understanding that, Hey, let's get through these. And sometimes one may be a very long-term task and the other may be short, but, you know, chipping away at these things and is, is important. What do you say, Matt? I think that's a excellent bonus uh, transferable skill, multitasking, which makes me think organizational skill, which I guess ties into attention to detail, which we already said, but multitasking, you definitely have to be organized. You have to, you know, because depending upon the job or the industry you're in or the level you're at, that multitasking can be more than hitting two birds with one stone. You might be trying to hit five birds with one stone. So you really have to be organized, but multitasking, if you are an effective multitasker you will be paid well so i think that's a great way to end this show but here's some some things to also think about just the things to to make note of as you're uh moving forward in, in your your career trying to pivot or, or, or transition into jobs make sure that you connect the dots on uh, uh, so get your notepad out people i'm going to give you we're giving you a few additional things to oh, note wow. after the extended version today this is the extended remix so make sure you connect the dots on your resume. All these transferable skills that we've outlined, if you have these, you need to find a way to weave these into your resume. If it's if it's adding them under certain jobs you've had, if it's adding them to a, another section of, of tasks or skills that you have, like you have to find a way to make sure as you market and promote yourself, you got to connect those dots on your resume. Yeah, also don't hold back because you think you're not qualified. You don't have the skills required in the job post. Go for it and apply anyway. Like, those job posts can be intimidating in itself and you think that it's a checklist. You have to have every skill that's on that post. That's not true. 
you know, you can highlight your skills that you can highlight the skills that you do have and then, you know, work on the ones that you don't have. But I don't think that should deter you from applying for that job. You'd be pleasant. Oh. Also, focus on your skills and not necessarily the title. You have to pay attention to the title. But I'm saying if you feel like you can do this job and you have some qualifications that would make you a a a good hire for this position, focus on why you're that good, that that skilled person for this job. Yeah, and your cover letter should explain why you're pivoting in a diplomatic way. Not because I hate my job, I want to get into something else, I'm just tired of this crap. No, it should be diplomatic and just say, you know, hey, you know, whatever way you can do it in a way that makes people feel like, okay, this makes sense. And our last additional note for you guys to think about is have multiple versions of your resume that are specific to the jobs that you're applying for. So, you know, if, you, if you're applying for, for jobs that are vastly different, you don't just want to send that same blanket resume that doesn't necessarily speak to the specifics of the job. So I think we've covered it, though, Sean. I, I think uh, if, people, yeah, well, if, if people have been taking good notes, you should be able to uh, rebrand and remarket yourself with all those skills you got. So go out there, people, and make it happen. Well, like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. And this is a perfect show that ties into that phrase. That, that like there's all these changes you can make into how you're presenting yourself. So go out there, get it done. I'm Matt Smith for two black guys with good credit, and I'm out. Yeah, and you know, actually, I learned from this show. You know, this show was even just doing this show was was a great lesson for me as well. You know, and I think we can all take something from this, regardless of where we are in our career, regardless of where where we are in life in general. And but transferable skills in these times is necessary. And Chip away at these these 15, 16 that I, um, skills that you need to have and try to get better at them all, right? And I'm Sean Lynn, as you know, the better half of two black guys with good credit. Today, it's officially two black guys with good credit. Karen is on vacation. She's in Jamaica. So uh, I'm out, good people. As I say every show, your money is your money. Keep it in your damn pocket. Black guy. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 